0: Welcome to Tide Wellness, where you learn mindfulness-based techniques to help you meet the flow of your life. Here, we authentically explore what is going on within us to best meet what is happening around us. There's no stopping life, but we can meet it no matter what the tide. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp, inviting you to be Tide Well. Hello and welcome to Tide Wellness the podcast. I'm your host Dr. Heather Rupp and today we're going to continue the work we started last month on working with changes. But today we're going to reframe it a little bit to say there's actually no such thing as change. It's just life being lived. But before we get into that, I went to announce some um, changes. <laughs> um, we've been going weekly here at the podcast. I think moving forward, we're going to be going monthly, perhaps a little more frequent, but I'm going to commit to monthly. So don't expect me weekly anymore, but expect me less than that and more monthly. But the main thing they tell you doing a podcast is be consistent. If you're going to be there every week, show up every week. If you're going to be there every month, show up every month, which is good advice. But I also know behavioral science and psychology, which shows that variable reinforcement is actually the most successful reinforcement strategy. So if you give an animal or a human, let's be honest, something at predictable intervals that it likes, it'll be happy. If you miss the time of delivery, it'll be very mad when it expected it. But if you do a variable schedule where the reward, presumably this podcast, shows up at variable unexpected intervals, then the excitement and reward is even higher for the person. (laughs) So we're going to go with that. I'll commit to you to have an episode the first Monday of every month, and then maybe there'll be surprises in between. So let's get back to our discussion on change. So the truth is that every moment is our experience. And then the next moment that moves on is our next experience. And how those moments are different is what we usually pay attention to as change. And then the changes that aggregate across moments we perceive as time. So there's really no such thing as time. It's just our experience of many different changes having accrued. So when we think about this, that there's a moment, and then the next moment occurs, and it's slightly different, I think this is helpful because it helps you embrace the idea that change isn't something that is put upon us or should be resisted or is a problem, but change is actually a sign that life is occurring. So in the movies, if they want to do a time stop, everything stops moving. Nothing changes. Everything stays the same. That's how you show that life is not being lived is when there's no change. When things are stagnant, like in a dirty pond or something, life dies. So change is life. Change is living So if we can see change as this exciting experience that is inherent to being conscious, awake, living beings, then it completely takes on a different connotation than something that happened to us, something we need to make happen, something that was good or bad or something more global than just the aggregation of moments lived. So I think, also has big implications for our commitment to the present moment. So the present moment becomes then a snapshot of the aggregating changes that are making up our lives. It's the living beginning at the same time being a living ending. The present moment is life itself. And life itself is the process of change. In the moment, it's not change though. In the moment, Things are not changing, but are. It's a change from what happened before in the moment. It's a change from what the next moment will be if you look at it in that context. But if you're just living in the present moment where life happens, it's what is for that beautiful moment and will never be the same again. So this is fun. Let's not fight it, but let's come back to living change as a way to live our lives and appreciate the magic uniqueness of every single moment. Um, I'm thinking back to a teacher I had. It was a younger guy, very passionate. And when he talked about the present moment, he was so enthused. And was just like, don't you dare miss it. And I mean, i I affectionately comical because, I mean, he's right. Don't you dare miss that moment. If you just miss that moment, you will never, ever see a moment like that again. And you just missed it because you were too busy ruminating about the moment before it or contemplating what moment might come next. And you didn't live. in the actual moment that was happening and the only time it would ever happen In the only existence that you actually live in. Don't do that. Don't you dare miss that moment. So a practice we can do, I think a practice that's very grounding and a practice that helps us appreciate the kaleidoscope that is our changing lives in appearance, is taking a snapshot in the moment. I love this practice. If I'm getting lost in my head, or if I'm just getting ungrounded, I'll just stop and take a mental picture. And that's when you just take everything in. Where are you? Who are you? What's happening? Who's with you? It's like you pause time, and you are, because when you're holding space before it changes, you've paused time. You've got a little window before the next moment occurs. So let's pay attention to these snapshots. It actually will make life seem longer because you're, you're with every moment. So time flies when you're not aware in the present. So let's do an inquiry here. I want you to do this practice. I just want you to close your eyes if you can or just go inward and take a mental snapshot. What is the present moment like for you? And let's start with your life circumstance, which is your home, where you live, your job or your hobbies or volunteer work, where you put your energy and creativity. What about your relationships in this snapshot community, partners, pets, physical space, your thoughts? Values, beliefs, your emotions, love, grief, sadness, joy, wonder. Hold this snapshot in its reverence just for a moment and really feel the moment. Feel how life is for you right now. And don't judge it. It's not good or bad because it's here. You can have a preference for it. But in that moment of the snapshot, your feelings will then allow you to respond and lead you to the next moment. And if you take these snapshots again and again and again, they're going to subtly shift or hugely shift, depending on the moment. And you'll experience the journey that is change. And some change you'll be experiencing which you would consider positive emotions or judgments about, others negative, others neutral. But at least you'll get to experience your participation in these shifting snapshots. So play that game with yourself. Ground into the moment. Ground into the next moment. And it's like you're seeing the scenes of your own life. You're not living in a virtual reality of the head, but you're actually the actor in the movie that you're living Let's do another snapshot. Let's consider yourself exactly a year ago, your life circumstance, your home, people you had as relationships, pets, communities, job, profession, hobbies, creative outlets, emotions, thoughts. Now, you can look back at that snapshot. It's probably biased by experiences since and your judgments of it. But doesn't it feel different to see a snapshot that you're not actually in? It is different than witnessing the snapshot as you're living it. And the difference is that you are a co-creator in the current snapshot. You're an actor engaged in the moment as it's ongoing. And this is where you have the chance to actually impact your life. So all the changes that have accumulated in the last year from the snapshot of the past, although you weren't 100% in charge of them, every experience you lived in the moments before this current one, you participated in shaping the way you found yourself today. If you did that unconsciously, then you just landed in a place today that you don't know how you got here. If you did it consciously, then you'll be aware of where you had impact, where your emotions led to healing or frustration, where relationships were mindfully maintained or let go, where you had gratitude for a place, a purpose that you lovingly tended to or, again, you moved on from. But each moment you find yourself, if you're awake, if you're paying attention, if you're curious and not lost in your stories and the personalness of it, you have the chance to contribute to the process of change that is going to occur whether you participate or notice it or not. So there's a lot of work in manifestation and co-creation. And these are words that I have a lot of opinions on and I think can be used very productively or sort of um, stupidly, like that idea of you can create the red sports car in your yard the next day, I don't really believe. I do believe, however, by being present in the moments you're living, you become a co-creator, which makes you likely to draw and be drawn towards the things that in the present moment you realize are congruent with who you are and what you want. So it's not a magic wand that says, if you believe it, you get it. That's not being present. It's a process by which you say, in the moment, being authentic, true, honest, and awake with what you're experiencing and what resonates for you and what will move you into a higher place of being, in that moment, the next moment, something will be drawn to that experience, that that presence you had, or you will be drawn to something that's more aligned with how you rose in the moments you have to being more of what that is you want to attract. We don't become something that attracts more of what we want by not paying attention, by wishing it, hoping it. But in the moment, if we commit to living our lives, to sort of giggling with joy at what each moment brings and how we are participating in it, The challenges it brings us can be just as exciting as the wins. And so we're not in control, but we're not passive. We are responsive. We are growing. We are evolving. We are paying attention when we are living each beautiful, juicy moment and along for the ride that you take not with your hands bound, but with yourself, with the steering wheel too, the next moment. And we become patient because we realize we can't force these moments. We become wise because we realize there's more to the unfolding of our lives than what we dictate. We become humble because we realize change happens not just because we wanted to or even when we don't. We become curious because it becomes almost like a game. What's happening next? How can I respond in this moment to impact what comes next or even just how I feel in this moment? In the moment, you're giving the chance to feel however you want, to think whatever you want, to act however you want in response to the circumstances presented in that snapshot. That is where you're completely in control. That is where you can get curious about how you're participating in the reality that's presented. And the more you participate by being awake and choosing your responsiveness, the more you're actively creating your reality that will shape the next moment. So now I'm going to share a reading by Rainer Maria Rilke. Be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart. And try to love the questions themselves, like locked rooms and like books that are now written in a very foreign tongue. Do not now seek the answers, which cannot be given you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything, live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing, live along some distant day into the answer. So I love this, living the questions now. Isn't that the fun part? I know, especially during times of transition, it's really hard to not have answers to everything that you want wrapped up in a bow. But how boring. We don't read books to know the ending. We read books because we enjoy reading a book and we enjoy the story. But when it's our lives, we're not quite as patient. But what if we read books like our lives? What if we, our lives became an interesting story to us of, ooh, I wonder what's happening in the next chapter. I'm not ready to know yet because I still have all these other characters to meet and information, facts of the story to unfold. But I still have this question about like who, who did the murder or whatever. <laughs> but you have to live the questions. It's not fun to get answers before you try, before you question. And then every moment we have – becomes a new room unlocking, which makes things so interesting, if we put it that way, of what's happening now. Oh, interesting. What's happening now? And that takes away the loaded judgment. of it's bad, it's good. So if something in the moment isn't to your liking, it's still information. It's still movement of energy. It's still information and development of your story. So if we can live in a way that life is a constant experience of change, then we participate and live in this change, there is this huge, exciting implication that every single moment is a new beginning. And so I don't know who needed to hear that. If you're having a crappy day and you think you're just on this one-way street to bad days? No. Right now, this moment, new beginning, change is happening no matter what because it's a function of our existence. How do you want to co-create with that change that's happening right now? How do you want to wake up in this snapshot, see it clearly, see your role in it, see how you have a limited option set of responses and choose the one that's going to best serve you? We have to do this By releasing the past, not being stuck in the past. If we're stuck in the past and so considering the moment, the snapshot from before, it's like looking at an old photograph and and wishing life still looked that way. You're not in the real moment where you have co-creation power, where a new beginning is just saying, hey, hello, I'm here, let's start again. And if you're so concerned about the future, you miss the beginning. It's like being in a race and you forget to to launch off the starting line because you're concerned about the finish line. The present moment is everything. It's our release of the past, a clear slate. It's also our preparation, our launching pad for anything that's come to the future. So how we live in the present, how we treat it as the exciting new beginning that it is each and every every moment is how Our lives are created and how we build upon the past as we've experienced it. So we do this in the present moment by living it fully. Mindfulness is about living, tasting the food, feeling the feet, allowing the emotions, noticing the thoughts. And in that chance, we get the the opportunity to rise in our highest potential Or even a better one. Or even if it's a shitty one. Even if we meet the moment with a terrible potential. We all do sometimes. We say, okay, but the next moment happened and now I'm going to try again. And it's a new beginning. So how fun. We are never stuck. We are never on a path that we can't change. We always have the chance to participate in the creation of our lives. Every single moment can be a new start. It's also a choice to try to maintain what's working for you. It's a choice in the moment to say, that's not working for me. I will respond in a way that might limit the likelihood of that being true in the next moment. We know this because we know change is happening constantly all the time. It's just a force like gravity. So let's work with it. It's like a river. So say you are a fish that lives in a river, a stream, whatever. The water is constantly flowing. If you were to try to pretend that wasn't true, that that force of flow just wasn't there for you, (laughs) you would be insane. And your poor little fish would be going upstream, not at times like salmon when it's appropriate to and it wouldn't get the chance to go with the flow to have some ease to have the chance to sort of flow, glide, work with the energy of that river. Just like for us if we ignore the fact that every moment is a new shift from the last moment and change is happening like the river's flow whether we participate or not that we decide, "Hey, well let's stop pretending it's not happening. Let's stop resisting a force that is bigger than us, let's just get, get in the flow, actually, and co-create to the capacity that's possible for us within the flow what we want to see. Work with this energy, and then we get a whole new chance. Every moment is fresh. If you screw it up so bad in the last one, that's okay, here's a new one. You screw up again, that's okay, here's a new one. <laughs> present moment is your friend. The present moment is the most important place you can live. The present moment is the land, the soil from which things grow. And they can bloom or they can wither. But how we live and engage and have a perspective on the present moment and its representation of change across our lives will have a significant impact on our joy of life, our satisfaction in life, our perspective on, you know, how we feel like we've accomplished something. Well, accomplishment really is just that change went in a direction that you are satisfied with. So is the accomplishment something you only want to feel at some random time when it comes to an endpoint you've dictated as the moment? Or do you want to feel the journey up to that? Every moment, an accomplishment leading towards something you value. Enjoy the whole steps. So mindfulness helps us. It helps us, first of all, let go of the past. The past is done. Put it down. Live in this moment. Anything that's important will still be with you in this moment. Anything that's gone, it's gone. So, you know, it's not here to work with. If we don't let go of the past in the present moment, we have stories, we have limitations, we have habits that completely shut down our ability to create something new. Completely limit the moment from being a new beginning because we're carrying the old garbage into the present with us. So we can be kind about the past of, oh, whoops, I screwed up, that hurts. I have guilt, I have shame. And you can still notice and feel all those things But in the next moment, you say, okay, I have guilt. I have shame. Let's work with that. You don't carry it again like with some punishment. And this allows the future to emerge. So I'm going to read a quote by Madison Taylor. She says, it's a good idea to examine the story we tell ourselves. If we tend to regard ourselves as having failed, This will block our ability to allow ourselves to succeed. We have the power to change the story we tell ourselves by acknowledging that in the past, we did our best. And we exhibited many positive qualities and had many fine moments on our path to the present moment. We can also recognize that we have learned from our experiences and that this will help us with our current choices. So we learn from the past. We are a product of our experiences from the past and how we lived them. So every moment, you don't have to ruminate from the past or be stuck in the past to have it with you in a serving way, the wisdom, the lessons we've learned. In the future, we don't obsess about it. We carry ourselves into it with everything that has grown and occurred for us in the present moment. Let's just do a couple more inquiries here. Where are you inhibited by a fixation on the past that's negative? What are you carrying with you that's impacting your ability to live in the present? And what can be reset? What can be realized from this fixation? What can be released? And so we also don't just have negative obsessions with the past or fixations, but sometimes we have positive ones that we are limited about letting go. So do you have a fixation of the past that's super positive that's not letting you live in the current moment, particularly if that positive thing was lost? You can acknowledge that. And with gratitude, release it. Realize the burden of carrying it with you, even though it's gone, has on the present. So how do you feel about this? How do you feel about this idea that every moment is a new beginning? Notice if there's any resistance. Oh, but the past made me. It's true. But you will honor the past most by living what it's created, which is you in the present moment. And you will honor the future that you dream of having by being the best you in the present moment you can be, which will guide your future in a way much more than trying to control or worry about it will. So the present moment literally is all there is. It is all that matters. If you wake up to its power, to its inspiration as a fresh start over and over again, and to its potential as the arena in which you have impact and co-creation with the forces around you, if you wake up to this, then I don't think you'll miss any more moments again, (laughs) I hope. Okay, so let's get into a short meditation to help us come into these new beginnings that occur with every moment. Finding whatever posture is available to you. Maybe the breath is easy to find. Maybe you've got to sort of shake off the cobwebs or do some stretching. Maybe you can close the eyes. Maybe just lowered gaze. But just allow yourself a few moments and any adjustments that you need to be able to release what's going on outside of you and to draw in to the breath, to let your attention settle into the breath. Let this be your landing place. Let this be the place you find your footing of the present moment. Most of us are flailing about drowning in our thinking mind, consumed about the past or the future. When we come to the breath, we come into the present and we find our footing in real life. So come into the moment, come into the life you're living by coming into the breath. As we find the anchor of the breath, you can feel where a body is not present, where a body is living in a different time. Just invite the body, invite the body to come home to now. Breathe into the stomach and let yourself feel the stomach. Let the stomach come into this moment. Allow yourself maybe to clench the hands or feel the hands. Let them come into this moment. Feel the feet. Let them come into this moment, this body as it is right now. Bring the body out of time travel and home to now. Feel the legs, the skin, the bones, tissues. Allow yourself to feel the shoulders. If there's tension in the shoulders, they're carrying an imaginary load from a different time. Feel the spine, feel the back, feel this tangible body in the throat, in the face. Feel the wetness of mouth. Body here now, it's real, it's actionable, it's alive. Breath, body, feel vitality in this moment. Maybe you can feel the heartbeat, blood pulsing in this moment. You are alive here now. This is where body can heal. This is where body can act. This is where body is alive. What does it feel like to be in a body right now? In this grounded, organic body, the thinking mind creates noise. It's not consistent with breath and body presence. It might happen, but it doesn't feel the same as a softening belly or an expanding wisdom that's different than a thinking mind perseverating on the past or future. So you can feel the difference in experience of open, curious, wonder mind in the moment as it's receiving experience versus a shut down, narrow, tight thinking mind that is in a different experience. And the more we allow mind to open to wonder, to awe, to insight, the more space we have for inquiry, for acceptance, for that aha moment in the moment. And the quieter the thinking mind of judgment, analysis, preoccupation becomes, fades into the background. Allow yourself to tune into that open mind, non-judgmental, receiving beginner's mind, every moment, a fresh start. And the heart, the heart. It's probably been broken, it's probably been trod on, It's probably had its hard days. I hope it's seen love. I hope it's felt joy. I hope it's fluttered with excitement. But whatever has or hasn't happened, in this moment, noticing how the heart is. If it still holds the past, just allow space for that past to move on. It's anticipating a future, allow space for the heart to come into what it feels now. Resting in body, resting in breath, resting in open of mind, in softening of heart, this is being in the present moment. And here, anything can happen. I want you to feel the potential of this moment in this space, the presence of the energies, of the constructs, of the context in which you find yourself, and how you can meet and join that. And co-create with that to make anything happen. So Set these intentions now from the space of what is, of who you are, of what you love, of what you know. And feel the power as you join with the flow of constant change. The new beginning. I'm going to share with you one of my absolute favorite readings by John O'Donohue to close. It's called For a New Beginning. In out-of-the-way places of the heart, where your thoughts never think to wander, this beginning has been quietly forming, waiting until you are ready to emerge. For a long time, it has watched your desire, feeling the emptiness grow inside you, Noticing how you willed yourself on, still unable to leave what you had outgrown. It watched you play with the seduction of safety and the gray promises that sameness whispered. Heard the waves of turmoil rise and relent. Wondered, would you always live like this? Then the delight when your courage kindled and you stepped onto new ground, your eyes young again with energy and dream, a path of plentitude opening before you. Though your destination is not clear, you can trust the promise of this opening. Unfurl yourself into the grace of beginning that is one with your life's desire. Awaken your spirit to adventure. Hold nothing back. Learn to find ease in risk. Soon you will be home in a new rhythm for your soul senses the world that awaits you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I will see you soon. In the meantime, be ebtide well. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please support this podcast by clicking the like and subscribe buttons. And why not share it with someone else who might connect with it? I'll see you next time. In the meantime, be ebtide well.